0: welcome everybody this morning uh we're excited again about the great crowd we have it just uh it fills my heart to see this many people in sunday school again Uh, see all the kids up here and just i appreciate everybody making an effort to to be here and bring these kids it's uh it's so important uh i can remember uh you know my grandparents bringing me to sunday school and church and now that uh i'm a grown man and have kids of my own i see how important that is and how uh how special it is to me now, that memory I have, and I appreciate that. um, We just look forward to having a great day in the Lord, and hopefully he'll be here in a mighty way this morning, and people have an opportunity to move for him. I'm going to ask Brother Cooper to dismiss Sunday school. Good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Yeah. And I was thinking of uh, when Ryan was opening up, talking about how important it was for people to be at Sunday school, and just about every Sunday, uh, most most of my reading anymore is. On the Sunday school lesson, I right after right after Sunday school this morning, I'll probably look to see where the next lesson's at, and uh, start reading along through the week on the lesson. And uh, just about every lesson, I run across something that I don't know about, and I've been I've been trying. Now, I I ain't done the best job. I'm, I'm just saying, I've been saved for since I was 15 years old, and that's that's a long time. And and most of that time, I've been reading the Bible, some, studying it. And the the more that I study the Bible, the more I see that I don't know. And uh, uh, we just we just mainly get the high points. And uh every once in a while, every once in a while God'll give us something a little extra and uh help us out. But uh our our lesson this morning's in first Kings the eighteenth chapter and starting at the fifth verse. But <clears throat> uh Talking the lessons about Elijah and Ahab, and uh, Elijah was a great man of God, and uh, but James James said in the in the fifth chapter, in the book of James said Elijah was a, a man subject to like passions as we are. He was just a man, but God God had made him a prophet and and gave him when he needed it he gave him some power and uh, but he was a man subject to like passions we are and it said that he prayed that it might not rain and it didn't rain on the earth for 3 years and 6 months and then he prayed again and it, and and it rained so god god and if you read if you read it god instructed him to do those things though, and you can't pray. I don't. I don't care what kind of desires that we have in our life. It can be the very best. But if God don't give us a spirit to pray with, we can't pray for them. And uh, so, Elijah. Elijah wasn't praying when he prayed for it not to rain. If if God didn't want, if God wanted it, wanted it to rain that day, he'd have rained right on Elijah. But God God didn't want it for the Bible, and and I might have it wrote down here somewhere, but it said that Ahab was was a uh, I I have put it in my words was probably the wickedest king that they'd ever had in Israel. And uh, he'd done all, a lot of ungodly things, him and Jezebel. And uh, so it, God, had, God had shut off the, the rain. And it'd been, it, was, it was getting close to the three years and six months where this lesson starts. Said, and it said, And Ahab said unto Obadiah, Go into the land unto all fountains of waters, water, and unto all brooks, for adventure, we may find grass to save the horses and and mules alive that we lose not all the beast. The animals were dying they they had a drought, and uh, uh in uh In Second Chronicles, and and it seemed like this this uh, portion of Scripture has come up a lot lately, since we've had this pandemic, especially, and it fits. It fits. In Second Chronicles, the seventh chapter, starting at the thirteenth verse, and God God was talking to Solomon. He said, and he said, and if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain. Or if I command the locusts to devour the land. Or if I send pestilence among my people. Now listen, he didn't say if we have a change of leadership in Washington or, or whatever. If them, if them people out there in the world change their ways. He said if my people... That's us. If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and forsake their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I'll heal their land and I'll forgive their sin. So, and I may not have got them all right together, but where they, but it's, it's up to God's people. When, when judgment was passed on Israel, and on Judah also, it was, it was passed because of the sins of God's people. The people that are lost, if they stay that way, the judgment's already passed on them. But God's people, we, we're standing in, in this flesh. I'm talking about this flesh now. In this flesh, we're standing in judgment every day. Now, the day I got saved, my soul was judged worthy of eternal life, and that's forever. That was sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise till the day of redemption. That can't be reversed. But this guy you look at here is full of sin. Uh, Our adversary the devil's going about seeking whom he may devour. And that's God's people. Now, he tries to keep people from getting saved, but the main way that he does that is to try to worm his way into my life and get me to mess up my life so that when it comes time for me to be a witness to somebody, they just laugh at me. Now, when we, when we mess up our life, if we've been saved by the grace of God, now, I don't know how many of you got a switch when you was, when you was a kid, if you messed up. But, uh, I didn't like it at all. And, but now I've, I've got the switch from God a few times, more than a few, I guess, since I've been saved, and I like that even less. And he, he ain't never really given me nothing real bad that I know of. No real bad diseases or anything like that. But he's they some scars down in here that'll be there when I leave here. Because of my because of my sins. And uh so we'll if if we sin willfully and and this this covers a lot of territory, but if we sin willfully after we come to the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversary so and and that that covers lost people if 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 God tells them a If God tells them the truth through the gospel, and they turn that away, that judgment's passed. And God does tell us. I never have, I've said this a lot of times, I never have even thought about doing something that was wrong, that God wasn't right here telling me that was the wrong thing for me to do. I knew better before I'd done it, if I'd done it. So if I'd done it, the judgment was already passed there too. I, w- I, was, I was wrong. And God let me know I was wrong before I was wrong. And uh, he said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And I, I've been in some bad places a time or two. And God, God right here telling me I was in the wrong place doing the wrong thing. And them some, now, at that time, that was, that bothered me bad. Right now, but now I can look back on it, and that's one of the greatest blessings that God's ever given me in my life. Because he was telling me, even when I was wrong, that I belonged to him. And, uh, And he'll do that. If you're his, he'll let you know it. And uh so Ahab and Obadiah went looking for water. And uh of course I don't think they found any. Uh I don't I don't read where they did, but so they divided the land between them to pass throughout throughout it. Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. And uh It don't matter how hard we we try to do things. If, if, I guess, I guess this would be as good a way to say it. If you ain't right, if you're not right with God, if your heart's not right, you got sin in your life. You not find you will not find God. You will not get a taste of that living water. It's it's down in here. If you've been saved, it's it's in your soul. But you will not get a taste of it, long as your heart's wrong, long as you got sin in your life. You will not find the water. And uh, God will shut God will shut your water off till you get your heart right. That don't mean you ain't saved. Just means you can't enjoy what you got. And uh anybody got a comment? And as Obadiah was in the way, behold Elijah met him, and he knew him, and fell on his face and said, Art thou that my Lord Elijah? And he answered him, I am. Go tell thy Lord, behold Elijah is here. And uh Elijah we, we qu- uh, read that scripture Elijah e- Elijah was a man subject to like passion as we are he was he was a man just like us and you can you can read about Elijah, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and say the same thing about every one of them. and they were all God's men they were all good men and you can say that about a, a lot of people around here they're good people are we perfect no these men weren't perfect either but i guarantee you at the time they were at the time they were doing their work for god their hearts were right David asked a question: who can, asil, who can ascend the hill of God? And he answered that question. He said, "He that hath clean hands and a pure heart." And God, God purifies the heart, but it's up to me to keep my hands clean. If if my hands are dirty, I can't I can't do my job for God, and you can't either. And I'm not talking about coming in and out of the Field working or out of the yard doing yard work or something, I'm talking about. You got sin on them, or you got sin in your life. You can't work for God. It's He won't accept it. And uh, don't matter. I, I could I could sit right here where Terry's sitting, and make me up a testimony. I'm a, I'm gonna. Make everybody think I'm I'm doing pretty good, and get up and and. Did, was you ever in a meeting? I guess this. I think everybody can see this. Was you ever in a meeting that was real high in the spirit, and somebody get up and do something, say something, and everything dropped to rock bottom? That's the way it'd be if I made up one testimony or, or or anything like that. Just going to do it because I wanted to. And uh, so we we got to humble our heart and say, Lord, you're, like I, Isaiah did, say, here am I, Lord, send me. And then when he sins, go. But if he don't sin, sit still. And uh, so God... God would give Elijah a job to do, and he'd done his job. And even though he was probably at times he I know he was, if you read the rest of the story, he was afraid for his life. At the end of this story, and it's not in our lesson today, but they went up on Mount Carmel and, and had their test. To see who, who, which one was God, whether God was God or Baal was God, and uh, uh, God give him an answer. But then after that, Jezebel sent him a letter, said, "Now by this time tomorrow, you're going to be just one of the prophets of Baal," and he run for his life. So uh, he was a man subject to like passions we are. He got scared he didn't want to die but god took care of him but he, but he done his job in the face of fear and it's it's a fear, the bible said it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living god they may say just god i don't remember exactly the wording but it's a fearful thing and when god gives you something to do it brings fear on this fella here, cause I, the reason I fear, and I think everybody else understands this, I'm always I'm I'm fearful that I'll be a failure. I know me, and I have a I have a real hard time with this fella you look at, getting him out of the way, and so. Uh, it's a fearful thing. And he said, "What What have I sinned, that thou wouldest deliver thy servant into the hand of Ahab to slay me? As the Lord thy God liveth, there is no nation or kingdom whither my Lord hath not sent to seek thee And when they said he is not there, he took an oath of the kingdom and nation that they found thee not. So all them three years and six months he'd been hunting for Elijah. And uh, he was blaming Elijah for the the troubles that he'd brought on Israel. And uh, if we're not careful... Did you ever have something bad happen in your life and you say, why did this happen to me? I'm, I'm trying to live right. I'm going to church all the time. We, we tend to remember the good things and, and the bad things, if, if God didn't remind us, we'd forget them completely. But now, if, if God's punishing us for a sin, now I want everybody to understand this. My dad never did whoop me for something that I, that I didn't know what, it, what I was getting it for. And God don't either. If, 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 if what's happening to me or to you is because of our sin, God will let us know that. Everything's not because of sin. sometimes we get sick in this body because of weakness in the flesh. Now God can keep it from doing that if he needs to. But sometimes, sometimes our people getting sick and being in the hospital gets, gets a light out to somebody that needs it. I hope everybody understands that. God ain't, God ain't punishing you. He's, he's, he's sending you on a mission, uh, to get the word to somebody, to be a light to somebody. If, if, if somebody's sick, we use this because it's real visible, we can see this, but if somebody's real sick some way and in the hospital and they're telling people about jesus and and they're not scared they're they're going to heaven that's that's a real light to people and and god and one of these days people might people might get well and they might not. One of these days, every one of us is going to get sick or something's going to happen to us, we're going to die. We wasn't put here to live forever. But God fixed a place for us to live forever if we'll get saved. And and God started this... Before the foundation of the world, he got everything ready. And when he put Adam in the garden, he had it all ready to come walking in the cool of the day and say, Adam, where art thou? Just like he did me that Sunday morning in 1956 when he called me and said, Carl, where art thou? And I knew I was lost and on my way to hell. And I was trying to hide. I've told that hundreds of times. I was holding on to the seat and trying to keep. I was, I was calling for the rocks and the mountains to hide me from the face of him that sat on the throne. That's calling on calling on this flesh. I, I was standing up straight and looking the preacher right in the eye. And I was keeping my face straight. I didn't want him to know how I felt. He probably knew it anyway, but uh, I was I was trying my best to keep what was down in here covered up with this guy. Didn't work, and I'm glad. When I come to the altar, all of that left, and it's been gone ever since. Now, I've been scared in the flesh a few times, but I've never had any fear down in here like I had that Sunday morning. Because I knew I was, go- I was on my way to hell, and-, and Jesus was the only way out. And he took care of it. Anybody got Anything? And now thou sayest, Go tell thy Lord, Behold, Elijah is here, and it shall come to pass, as soon as I am gone from thee, that the Spirit of the Lord shall carry thee whither I know not. And so when I come and tell Ahab, and he cannot find thee, he shall slay me. But I, thy servant, fear the Lord from my youth. Obadiah was a good, was a good man. And even and and i've 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 said this a lot of times uh even when Israel and Judah were in real bad shape, they were still some good people uh if you you read the book of Daniel, the three Hebrew children and Daniel they were in the first wave of the captivity of the of Judah that went into Babylon. Them were good people. They followed the Lord the best they knowed how. I believe. Ezekiel was in that bunch. He was the priest, and he started his prophecy down in down in Babylon. And uh, so they were. There were some good people during those times. And uh, if if you read Nehemiah and the book of Ezra, when the when the captivity started coming back out of Babylon, they was they was more good people come out of Babylon than went in. I think it, it appears so to me. Uh, some of them learned their lesson and, and the, but the, most of the people that went down there as adults died down there but they got some good teaching the ones that w- was raised there got some good teaching somewhere probably from Ezekiel and Daniel and the three Hebrew children and and there was probably some more people that we don't know about but god god has always and and always will have a church. And I'm talking about people living for the Lord. He always will. It's been down pretty low a few times. But when it gets down low, that just gives us an opportunity for a revival. We get up on the mountain and... uh, and get our people saved. Was it was it not told my Lord what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord? How I hid an hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifty in a cave. And fed them with bread and water. So Obadiah took care of some of God's prophets. And not. Uh, Kept them from being killed, and uh, uh, I believe maybe it was Elijah prayed and said and 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 told God, said, "You might as well just take me on." Said, "I'm the only one left." And uh, sometimes, sometimes, if we're not careful. The devil will try to tell us that we're we're walking by ourselves, we're alone, and that God don't really care for us. We this mind right here will mess you up. Satan Satan still works in here, and and he'll talk. The Bible said he would deceive the very elect if possible. And uh, the the thing is. He don't deceive he don't deceive us. If we've been saved by the grace of God, he can come along and tell us anything he wants to, and he will at times. But when he comes along and gives us his message, God comes along and gives us his and we know better. So we're not deceived. So he he said he he would deceive the very elect if possible. And it's not possible for him to deceive us if we've been saved by the grace of God and we're trying to follow God. Now we might, if we get away from God and we got our conscience all seared up with a hot iron, uh, we we'll liable to say yes, Lord, to the devil. So we need to, we need to be very careful. Most of all, be careful. Uh, be careful what we do and what we say and how we act. And now thou sayest, go tell me thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here, and he shall slay me. And Elijah said, as the Lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand, I will surely shew myself unto him today. And now. Uh, so Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. And, uh, and it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said unto him, "Art thou he that troubleth Israel?" And uh, every every time, and this goes back to what I said a while ago about. Uh, something bad happening to us, we say, why did this happen to me? If we're not careful, if we're not careful, we blame things on God that's not his fault. Ahab was blaming God because of his sin. And, And that's in the next verse, I think. It was Ahab's sin that caused the problems in Israel. And it... The Bible said, be sure your sins will find you out. So if we sin, if we sin, we got a payday coming. And, uh, uh, let me read that last verse. And then I, and he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord. And thou hast followed Balaam. And, uh, the Bible said that, and I, I got it wrote down here somewhere. I, I don't remember exactly where it's at, but he said, "For my people have committed two evils; they have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and have hewed them out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water." So they, people, people forsake the Lord and go after like they was going after Balaam. A false god. Now we we may not set us up a statue and worship it. But if. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever we put between us and God. Might as well say we're worshiping Balaam. If I've got something between me and God. That's my God. So I'm, I'm in the wrong. And I. Uh, so he, he said, You're the man that's troubling Israel. Now if you if you go on over in the I believe it's the twenty first chapter, uh the prophet told told Ahab God's judgment on him. And uh and I want to read in uh the twenty seventh verse of the twenty first chapter. And, uh, and it came to pass when Ahab heard these words that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went softly the prophet told him he was going to die and all of his kids were going to die his whole family and the dogs would eat their flesh and uh He he got in sackcloth and ashes then. He repented. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite saying, Seest thou how Ahab humbleth himself before me? Because he humbleth himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his day. But in his son's day will I bring the evil upon his house. So Ahab did repent uh, before he died. But when when we talk about Ahab, what do we think about? Think about him and Jezebel, all the sin they done, all their ungodly, their Baal worship, and all that. And and I hadn't even I hadn't even noticed this scripture here where he repented before that I remember. And uh, so I can I can live my life and live the very best I know how, which I'm a big failure. But I'm just saying we could we could be the very best we know how, and I've seen people do this till they get old. And then go off after the devil. And what do people remember? They remember the bad part. Most of the time. When people remember Ahab, they remember the bad part. So we need need to live our lives so there ain't no bad part for people to remember. Ah. and and that don't mean we're not going to sin somewhere along the way but we don't have to we don't have to go completely away from god if we sin we've got an advocate and and the bible said if we sin that in that scripture we have an advocate but i could say it like this when we sin because None of us lives perfect, and we're going to sin sometime along the way. we're supposed to try our very best not to, but we're we're going to be failures. but when we do fail, we get off and and I, I don't come up here and well, I do about every sunday, but I don't usually come to the altar when the preacher makes the altar call I, I ain't done that in a long time but but I get off in the back room at home or somewhere and get on my knees say Lord I failed you again I'm I need you to forgive me and uh, Paul said I die daily I believe I believe he had to repent every day and if we keep ourselves where we ought to be, we keep the sin out of our life, we'll repent every day. Because you can't hardly... It's hard to go through a day without saying something wrong or, or doing something wrong or whatever. And... uh We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. and There's none good, no, not one. The only good thing about me or any of us is what God done for us down in here. Now, I think I'll say that a little different. If we, if we crucify this fellow and, and we've been ordered to do that, We've been told to crucify this man and his deeds. If, if we'll listen, if we'll listen to what God put down in here, his spirit, he'll guide us. And I'm talking about this fellow now. He'll tell us the way we ought to go and the way we ought to live if we'll listen. And uh, and then if, if 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 we follow God in the flesh as close as we possibly can, then then we can be a we can be the light that God wants us to be in the world. If we don't, then we can't be. And uh, I believe I believe Ahab had the chance to live for God. And I'm talking about from when he was a young man up. I believe he had that opportunity, and he just turned it away. And uh, he done a lot of things he wasn't supposed to, and, and uh, but it, and and God passed judgment on him, and then. Uh, recall that judgment because he repented. So if if, if we are, if we get sin in our life and God's past judgment, we can't feel His Spirit move and we can't operate in the kingdom. We can repent, and He he'll, he'll restore that. But Elijah stood in the face of, of great adversity and done his job and a lot of the a lot of the church down through history there's been if you ever get a chance read Fox's book of, of martyrs and uh, there's millions millions of people, and it's got a lot of them's names in that book that were put to death because they wouldn't they wouldn't change because they they were stood for Christ and uh because because those people done what God wanted them to in the face of adversity in, and faced the fear and died we've got this opportunity today. Jesus Jesus made it all possible. But those people, the job that they done for Jesus brought the kingdom work down this far. And it's up to us to keep it going by the help of the Lord through the next generation. And I've said for years, I hope there's a better church here when I'm gone than there was when I got saved. And that'll take some doing. But we, I, I need to quit. We, God's blessed us with, with one of the greatest churches that ever was as far as I'm concerned. And some of the best people that ever lived. And we ought to be thankful every day for how good God's blessed us. And that's, that's all I got.